Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another night of broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. If you are generally sensitive to certain topics and or have spiritual beliefs that prohibit you from discussing or participating in certain topics of a sensitive nature, listener discretion is advised. And now, located in Nestle, in the bright golden studio of the Soul of America Radio, I present to you right now, But here we are. First of all, welcome to the show. It's uh, July the 12th, 13th. What is it? July the 13th. Saturday, July the 13th. And I haven't even signed on yet. And the lines are packed. And I know why. If you have been listening to the news, you've been keeping up with the uh, Trayvon Martin case. And um, go ahead and bring the music down. You can go ahead and bring it down. And I'm sorry for the background noise. I'm actually um, um, got a lot of TVs going on around me, and there's a lot of fuss and people around me, and things are going on. But I'm going to try to get through the show. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. And if you'd like to speak on to the show, press one. I probably won't do a full show tonight. Just wanted to come on and voice my opinion about a few things to let you know what I felt about it. As you all know, uh, the Zimmerman trial ended, and it is a not ver- not guilty verdict on everything, okay? And last <clears throat> last night we did a show on this, and people felt pretty passionate about it, and I, and I did too. I still do. Um, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, I, I, I sat around thinking, and, and I'm going to give you my personal, I'm going to give you my raw feelings first. And uh, I'm going to give you my my um, my logical feelings uh, after that. Um, well, let, 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 yeah, let me do it that way. My 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 raw feelings are that it's a slap in the face. Okay, that's my raw feelings. And I know I've already gotten some people uh, that have. Uh, told me, well, you know, I, and, and I was one of them at one time, you, you, and, and this is true, we have to go with what was done. And the only thing I can equate this to is the O.J. trial. Uh, when O.J. was uh, found not guilty 
after everyone knew he pretty much we all felt he killed Nicole Cooper. And he was found not guilty. And all the the, the, the black we were dancing, the black people dancing and the white people was were mad. Well here we are now. Um and uh, but this time it's a it's a black child, a young black male. And uh you know, raw, speaking from my raw perspective and I, I see several of you are requesting it to come on to the air. Uh, but uh, speaking from our raw perspective, I can say that it is devastating. I grew up in the 60s, and uh, it, it's just devastating when I look in, at the picture that I have on my page of Mr. Martin and realize what his parents have to go through. Not only was he gunned down in cold blooded, in cold blood, uh, uh, the shooter has walked totally 100% free. So I've definitely got an opinion about it, and I, I came onto this uh, radio station to give it. I'm going to give you the uh, the raw feelings first, and then and then later um, the logical side. Um, it's a travesty. It's ridiculous. Um, it's amazing how how they could have arranged this to where this boy gets off scot free. It's just ridiculous. Um. I'd like to say that um, uh, I would like to come out and say, well, we all just need to um, accept this and move on. And, in fact, I've said that before, but this right here kind of hits home. You know, I've I've got an 18-year-old child, and uh, I couldn't imagine how the parents feel right now Uh, because, you know, a lot of people are partying. Georgie's happy, and the defense team is happy. Uh, there are no winners here, people, because even though George Zimmerman is partying now, he will not be able to continue partying because he won't be able to go anywhere. There's nowhere he can go right now and be safe. Nowhere. He he, he cannot get a job uh, anywhere because of fear of, of safety matters. He can't go to McDonald's tonight. He can't go to a restaurant. Uh, he, he can't go out to the movies, uh, he will not be able to enjoy an average life. Once again, I'm discussing the verdict on the Zimmerman trial. Uh, I apologize for the, the the sound in the background that you might be hearing. I do have televisions around me and other things going on. Um, 323 is the number if you want to say something before I get out of here. But I did want to say, uh, finishing what I'm saying, we did a show last night on this. And there were a lot of raw emotions. Um, I've seen people on TV to tears over this, and and rightly so. There is a divide in America between the way white people perceive this kind of situation and the way black people perceive it. It's just natural. There's nothing we can do about it. There's a division in America right now on that. This decision was handed down today. It floored. I believe it shocked white people, too. <laughs> I really believe it shocked them, too. It shocked me. Uh, the only thing I can say is, uh, and, and I see a lot of you here, and I, I know that you are concerned, and I, and I see several people uh, have started sending some text messages. only thing I can say is this. Whatever you do, don't do anything stupid. I, I don't believe anybody will. But don't take this outside of a legal realm. If you're going to you know, have suppressed anger, I'm angry enough 
myself to try to find some way to release it, but I don't know how, okay? That's the raw side of it. I, if somebody had gunned down my 18-year-old boy and got away with it, there would be so many raw emotions in me, I wouldn't know how to take it. Uh, and, and, and when I equate the two, it's just something that's not right about it. There's something that I felt is missing. There's an element in our justice system that I feel needs to be addressed. How do we do it? I don't know. How do we get to that point? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But I do know one thing. I know that what has happened tonight, I agree, is a travesty. But I would admonish you to respect what the jury has decided. I didn't say, I used to say accept. I'm saying respect. Just respect it. We don't have to accept it true enough, but I wanted to admonish you tonight, and, and this is the only reason I got on this, this show tonight, the only reason I signed on, and I'm glad there are a lot of people listening. I can see you coming on. Here's what I want to tell you, and I'm going to repeat this again. Listen to me carefully, everyone that's listening. And I can see area codes from all over the country uh, listening now. And um, uh, and as I'm speaking, it looks like it's gaining uh, people are coming on from different places. Let me tell you this, and I want and I want you to listen carefully. I'm glad my audience is, is getting a little larger now. I kind of figured you'd come in as the minutes grow. Listen to me carefully. This is a very important milestone where we are right now, okay? A couple of weeks ago, well, a month or two ago, well, about a month ago, the Supreme Court voted down the Civil Rights Act, Section 4 of that, very important, okay, very important. Fast forward to tonight, a young black male gets gunned down in cold blood, and he's found innocent. <laughs> we have got to stop letting the news media drift us away from these kind of things. When CNN, CNN is going to stop reporting this after maybe two or three days after the panels get tired, and they're going to go to something else, maybe back to Paula Dean. I don't know. But we have got to somehow organize in some fashion to where we make our voice known against this stuff, not through violence, not through any kind of uh, uh, violent means. There needs to be something, some way we can do this. I heard a, a person, a white person, say the other day that we need a leader. Uh, I'm not, I don't necessarily think we need a leader, but I do think we need a collective voice. We simply got to stop moving on from this stuff without doing some type of legislative, legal action to let these people know we can't go backwards. We've got to go forwards. Just because we got a black president don't mean that we have arrived, Okay. CNN is going to cut this off after one or two days when the ratings start to slip. That's when we need to decide what are we going to do as a people. It shouldn't just be black people. It should be white people, black people. It's not a race thing anymore. This man gunned down a 17-year-old child. Now, I'll admit, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's not a race thing, but then again, had Trayvon gunned him down, it would have been a different makeup. 
But I'm trying to stay above and beyond on this and say a child was killed and a man walked free. He gunned down an unarmed teenager. That's what really happened. And he's free now. He's free. So what are we going to do? What Was this like a, just a reality show for us the last couple of days? Is this something that we just watched for entertainment? Are we over now? Are we done? On my Facebook page, I asked people to accept what the jury came out with. Maybe I misstated that, but I'm asking you to respect it, okay? I don't mean you got to accept it and, and take it in, but at the same time, we got to respect it. We got to. But we've got to do something now. We can't simply keep ignoring these things going on with our lives, acting like nothing has happened after two or three days or weeks or whenever CNN decides to stop covering it. That's just my take on it. The logical side of me is saying, Tony, you know, my, my major in college was actually criminal justice. That's what my major was in college. And, uh, and uh, I've done some law enforcement work. I was a Birmingham police officer. That side of me is saying, let's contain this right now. Let's don't start spewing out hate, okay, even though I want to. I really want to. Let's don't start spewing out hate. Let's start getting together. I don't know how it's going to start. I don't know what we can do. The only thing I think we can do is pray at this point, but do not. Please, let's don't let this just go away. Deep in my heart somewhere, I do feel like we've got something we're all going to with this. This is taking us somewhere Hopefully, this thing here will pull us together enough to where we can start doing something legislative, something to change the way things are. Please don't get, please don't get caught up in these shows and think this is a reality show. This is not a reality show. This is real. Trayvon is in a grave. Trayvon Martin is in a grave tonight. While the people are out partying that Georgie is free, Trayvon Martin is in a cold grave. And I, and I hate to say it that way. I can't think of it any other way. He's in a grave. He's dead. What he was guilty of was walking home from the store with candy and a drink. He was gunned down. What does that say to all of our black kids? What kind of message is that sending to them? You know, one side of me says, respect it, which we have to. The other side of me says, we need to pick up and do something. I'm not talking about rioting. rioting. I'm not talking about violence. We need to do something. Okay? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a few calls. Uh, I see my, my board is lit up. I've got several people holding to talk to. Uh, I want your opinion before I cut this off tonight. I want to hear what your opinion is. Call me at 323-784-9638. If you are on right now listening to me on the phone and you want to talk to me about this on the air, press 1 right now. I will be notified that you want to speak to me on the air. You can voice your opinion. Okay, I'm going to take a very quick break, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to dive into this thing. I'm going to get into the phone calls, and I'm not going to be on long tonight. So I see you, 916. I see several others holding. As soon as I get through with this quick break, I'm going to go right into it. Two minutes, we're going to be right back. We're going to start taking calls, and we're going to let people air this out, okay? Don't go nowhere. 
I'll be right back. does it better. At least that's what I've been told. We'll be right back. Again tonight, and absolutely, my heart is very heavy. 
My heart is very heavy tonight. This is a setback, a setback for us as a people, as a culture, uh, for something to be so obvious um, and to have this verdict. Um, it is it is crushing. It is crushing, and I agree with you. We cannot, we cannot let this go without um, addressing it. And I'm not talking about rioting, okay? I'm not. I, I don't. I don't believe in that type of uh, behavior. But I'm, I'm. We have got to mobilize as a people to let these people know that they not continue to walk over us. We have right. to. We have to. Right. Right. And and you know I, this, this, children. We are we are children of the king. That's and right. And children of the king don't continue to be trampled on and trampled on. We How have got to think? rise up. We have to have faith. We have to have real faith. How do you and think something like But how do you think something like this? Uh, can happen. What do you think went on in the minds of the jurors? Obviously, they were methodical. They took 16, I think 17 hours to come up with this not guilty verdict. What do you think they could have seen? Where were they? What do you think? How did they come up with a not guilty verdict? I I watched the trial quite a bit. I watched, I can't say I watched everything the way they did, but I watched it quite a bit. And, um, it was actually quite obvious to me. Even the even the uh, prosecutor, uh, Delarunda, just a couple of days ago, how in the world could Trayvon see a gun in the back of uh, right. in his in the back of Zimmerman? That, right. and, and he couldn't do it. Uh, so now I don't know, and I, I'm I'm going to go here. I don't know those five white women. And one, whatever she is, I never heard exactly whether she was black or she was, Hispanic. She was Hispanic. There were no African Americans on the jury at all. So, honestly, that's all I can go with is these. Okay, these. Okay, so Zimmerman is uh, uh, is mixed, and he identified himself as white. Okay, so these basically. Uh, uh, five white women and one Hispanic, and I think I'm not for sure she's the one that has the eight kids and 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 probably a not a uh, uh, high paying job and could probably easily be influenced by all these other white women. You know, I yeah. don't know what the situation is, or if he's, or maybe she identified with him as a Hispanic and say, well, you know, I don't know. I just know that it's wrong. I do well, know I, that I'll tell you something else, uh, and I apologize for all the, the, the background noise, but I'll tell you something else, um, and, and this is this is what I noticed. I, I was able to watch most of the trial through my smartphone and so forth. Um, the, the 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 prosecutors uh, somehow got caught up in the whole thing being about George's state of mind, George Zimmerman's state of mind, and his act of self-defense. I thought with the manslaughter charge, they would be able to show that him getting out of the truck actually caused this. He was negligent by getting out of the truck. I think that the prosecutors 
in my opinion, and I don't know, maybe somebody else would call in and give their viewpoint on it. I think the the prosecutors didn't put on as an effective case as they should. Now, now you said you've seen most of it. Would you agree with that? Uh, actually, I would disagree with that. I thought the prosecutors okay. brought on that show, and I've, I've heard what the different pundits and stuff uh, uh, would say, you know, after each day. Uh, but actually, I I thought the prosecution put on a pretty good a pretty good case. I did. They they put all the parts in there that needed to be put in to show whereas Zimmerman was lying. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? And he lied about several different well, uh, things. Well, here's what I'm 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 actually speaking of um, the the second degree murder case in this in this with the evidence they had. I don't think that the evidence supported a second degree murder, but the evidence according to the um to the elements of the crime did support manslaughter, so I felt it would have been better to come out with manslaughter and make the lesser charge second degree murder or uh, uh well, you can't do that. I think it would have been better to come out with the manslaughter charge first because it doesn't carry as much time and weight, but at the same time, the elements are a lot easier to meet. And, yeah, self-defense can go with any of those elements, but at the same time, uh, it's a lot easier. He, yeah, the, the only element you needed for, for manslaughter was Trayvon had to be dead and George had to intentionally kill him. And I think that's proven with him getting out of the truck and actually, uh, he should, and they, they should have put in involuntary manslaughter too, I meant to say that, actually pursuing him and chasing him caused his death. Second degree Murder is a lot harder to prove, and most of their evidence was circumstantial. So that's what I mean by they didn't. I wasn't saying that, that I was questioning their ability to to be prosecutors. I'm talking about the way they presented the evidence and the elements of the crime. You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I I see what you say, you're saying. I, I, and I, but see, I I one that I do see where as because I've taken some criminal justice you know courses mm-hmm. and stuff and and I, and I mm-hmm. do see that element of of the uh uh ill um uh, the depraved mind and the uh ill intent or whatever they called it. I I mean just the the thought of mm-hmm. getting out of the car and chasing the kid, that is ill will. Right. See, what, he said, what what he stated, these F and so and so and so that is ill will. Right. The chasing is the brave mind. Who is going to chase a kid at night? That's the brave mind. A kid that right. you don't know that you're not just joking around with, you're chasing them for a reason. That's the brave movement. Right. And, and the elements, I think, of the second-degree murder, not only is with the depraved mind, actually the elements were would be to intentionally kill somebody without premeditation. And, and it was committed like in a reasonable heat of passion. That's like if you walk in and find somebody in the bed with, with your spouse, you kill them. Or a killing that, that's, caused, that's caused by dangerous conduct. I saw that, but I just thought it was kind of circumstantial. The first degree murder is the premeditated. And there was no, well, they took the premeditation off, and, and also the grand jury didn't deal with it. So they couldn't go with the first degree because the grand jury would have had to go through the grand jury. But also there was... right. Well, actually, you can premeditate in, in, in 60 seconds if, if if you have reason to think the time. But still, right. in that short period of time, they took the first degree off because there was not the premeditation, but there was everything else. That's why I thought they did the second degree. 
Well, actually, uh, it, 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 it actually, it, I, I know if you really look at it, if you honestly look at everything they had, most of the evidence was circumstantial, and uh, and, and and although although he did admit to getting out of the truck, he did admit to stalking him, he did admit to uh, um, um, uh, some of the words he said, but his element, his thing was self-defense. Okay, now what I'm what I'm looking at is he did. Everybody initially thought he was going to stand there, uh, do the stand your ground law. What I'm concerned about with this whole case is how in the world could we not have looked at the 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 element of what Trayvon was thinking? That was my primary goal. Is I thought the the, the prosecutors would have put more into the manslaughter and actually looked at the frame of mind of Trayvon. He just was coming home with skills and drinks and got cold-blooded gunned down. How could they not look at him and say he was just as afraid? Because of that, he fought. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, he fought him. He was getting the best of him. He might have tried to hurt him, but his mindset was just like George, except he was scared to death too. That, that, that's what I couldn't understand. In other words, if, 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 you, if somebody's following you and you finally get cornered, you're going to fight. And you're not gonna fight and not try to hurt him, right? Um, I, you know, honestly, and and as far as conspiracy, I don't want to go there. But honestly, mm. some of those interviews, I was kind of curious as to whether uh, uh, what's his name uh, had some self-inflicted injuries just to make this, you know. I promise you, I thought the same thing. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. There were two minutes that were unaccounted for. In this whole thing, and it's the prosecutor. I don't know why the prosecutors didn't harp on that. Two minutes when he hung up the phone, talking to the uh, to the dispatch office, he was ten seconds away from the place where he encountered Trayvon. Why did they not talk about those two minutes? What could he have done in those two minutes? And if you look at the way his head was was bashed, don't you think it would have looked worse? Don't you think it would have looked worse if you went out and bashed a, a man? He was bald headed. If somebody was punching him, it definitely would have looked worse. I believe. Why? Why was I no deal? I could have punched him a few times, and I'm a female, and I, I know I could have did worse. And let me let me ask you this: Why was there no no blood of of Zimmerman under Trayvon under Trayvon's, Trayvon's fingernails, on his hands, on his clothing? If you've given somebody a butt whipping like that, and blood is coming out like he had gushing out of his nose. And you banging his head on the wouldn't you have had some of the man's blood on your body or your hand yeah, or something? You would have. Uh, you're not and the only person. Being in health care, I mean, even the the first cop, okay, that arrived to the scene, they they got this crap all together. They got it all these are my thoughts, that they got it all together. Even the first cop that arrived on the scene, when he was testifying that day, he said that he thought, and you were a cop, he said that he thought that there was one person on the scene when he arrived, and that was uh, Zimmerman. Well, one of the neighbors were all was already out there, okay? But he said he thought that that was all. And, of course, we know that when you oh. say on the scene that I don't recall or I think, that means that you don't know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Let me, let me, will ne- never be caught in a lap. Not only that, Zimmerman lied. I was watching today. When he gave the reenactment on the video of what happened, it was different than what he said initially in the station. He said the first time, 
Trayvon walked up to him and said, you got a problem? I said, no, he hit me. Well, when he got out to the uh, the next day, when he was realizing he it was getting a little more involved, he said, Trayvon said, do you have a problem? And he said, no. He said, well, now you do. And he walked toward me. Yeah. And he said, so I went for my cell phone, and he hit me. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Now he's changing this. Then he says, he jumped out from me. He jumped out from the bushes. But the next day in the video statement, he walks past the bushes and says he was standing right there behind me and hollered out, mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Why are you following me? And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, am I the only one that hears he jumped out of the bushes the day before when you were in the police? He jumped out of the bushes. But the next day, he's just standing there. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Absolutely, I do. That's what I'm saying. He's told so many lies during this thing. It's ridiculous. I don't. Uh, let let they, me bring and another. The jury has the discrepancies right there in front of them. You see what I'm saying? The jury had the discrepancies right there in front of them. There's no way. No. 205, you're joining us on the Soul of America Radio. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. Are you? All right. Uh, We're talking about this case tonight. What's your take on it? Uh, I look at it like this. Uh, First of all, I look at it from a common sense standpoint. Mm -hmm. I noticed when they played that tape, you know the the, uh, tape where Trayvon, well, Zimmerman was supposedly yelling in the background. Right. Yeah. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was I was looking at like this. Did they ever just happen to look when Zimmerman kept saying up and down that that was me yelling the tape? That was me. But did they ever notice that once that gunshot was fired, that all the yelling stopped? They got completely quiet. Right. Right. Oh. oh. Hold on just a second. Let me, let me see if I... Hold on a second. Nine one one. do you need police, fire, medical? Um, maybe both. I'm not sure. They're just someone screaming outside. Hey, what's the address that they're near? 1211 Twin Trees Lane. Twin Trees Lane? Is this in the Twin Lake Town, Towns in Sanford? Yes. Okay. And is it a male or a female? It sounds like a male. And you don't know why? I don't know why. I think they're yelling help, but I don't know. Just send someone quick. Say stop. Okay. Does he look hurt? <laughs> I can't see him. I don't want to go out there. I don't know what's going on. So they're sending. So you think he's yelling help? Yes. All right. What is your number? <laughs> gunshots. You just heard gunshots? And you're right. You're right. As you soon as the gunshot right. fired, he stopped. The yelling stops. No, that's what I was saying. Why did it not? Why the jury did not take that into consideration? Because for a man to say that that was me yelling, why would I be yelling if I'm on top? Apparently, he had to be on top to shoot him, or he already had the gun out. Why would I be yelling in the first place if I have a gun? Because first of all, if somebody's attacking me and I have a gun, I'm not finna yell because, you know, I got more power than you. You aren't, aren't. I'm not. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and you know, thing, go ahead. The other, thing, the other thing related to that is if you have so much adrenaline going that you are yelling like that, 
Okay, I am sorry you just don't cut it off just like that at a gunshot. You see what I'm exactly. saying? You are exactly. yelling, you are boohooing, you are you just don't cut it off. And just like you said yesterday, Tony, a, a person, you know, uh with some values about them, if they have to draw a gun, okay, so they they're not they're not easy about shooting someone. They're not right. easy about taking somebody's life. And so it's not just a, I shot you and that's it. You know what I'm saying? There's some after effects to that. There's a lot of after effects to that. So, no, you don't be yelling like crazy one minute and, and the next second you just stop. No, it don't happen like that. Our body's you know, actually don't work that way. I don't know what y'all think about this, but I thought today when I was looking back over it, it would make more sense to me when he was he was carrying this gun. He had he had one in the chamber ready to fire. I mean, he had one ready. All he had to do was pull the trigger. It didn't have a safety uh, that uh, the the conventional safety. All he had to do was point and fire. Now he's out there saying these effing coons and 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 effing a holes. They always get away. Wouldn't it? It just I just can't conceive him getting out of that truck, going in that little dark area without that gun in his hand. And personally, I know we can just I know all of this is speculation, but since this is all out in the open now, and he's he you know he's found not guilty. I want to say this: I think he had the gun in his hand or went for it. Trayvon saw the gun and attempted to save his own life. From getting shot. I mean, because if I see somebody following me, and then as I'm approaching them, they're producing a gun, I'm gonna attack them. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run because you shoot me in the back. I'm gonna hit you. Would that's that all I'm sense? saying. That's that's all I'm saying. As far if you want to say self defense, I look at it from the side of Trayvon, because all Trayvon was doing was walking home, and you have, and all of a sudden, you have this stranger approach you from behind. Of course he's going to get scared because it's raining. He don't know who this guy is. All of a sudden he could pull out a pistol. So, of course, I'm going to try to defend myself. So when Zimmerman was trying to say he was defending himself, really Trayvon was the one who was defending himself. Zimmerman was the aggressor, in my opinion. Because, well, first well, of all, none of, this would not, none of this would not be happening if Zimmerman would listen to that 911 operator when they told him, we don't need you to follow him. We do not need you to pursue him. But he did it anyway. Definitely. And, and with uh, with uh, weather in the winter months, and it was February, and yes, at seven o'clock, it's it's basically dark, you know. Uh, and I my thoughts were that as well, Tony, is that he had the flashlighter in one hand and he had his gun in the other as he was following the kid. You know. Let me tell you and when. when that would give, okay, uh, the prosecutor uh, mentioned the uh, uh, angle that the uh, bullet entered his body was at a 90-degree angle. And to me, that would make, if both of them were standing and he shot him directly off, to me, that would give that 90-degree angle. But, but I, 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 I think he shot him standing myself. I, I did. But, but, but don't you remember, though, he said that, he was beating him senseless. He was just laying there. He wasn't fighting back. He's like a little rag doll. After he gets through beating him, he slams him in the in the, his head in the concrete. He says he scoots down to try to get his head onto the grass. Listen, he says Trayvon then sees my gun. Now it's, it's it's dark. He says he reaches for my gun, 
but I grabbed his arm under my arm, and I grabbed my weapon out and shot him. Well, if you, when, when, when you get a chance, try have somebody uh, lay down, if, like you said, lay down on the ground, and have them trap, trap his arm under your shooting arm, and see if you can get that gun without my arm going up. Because I'm sure Trayvon didn't just let him pull this gun out. Either he was beating him senseless. He's got to make up his mind which lies which. How can he be beating you senseless if he's holding your arm and if he's holding your mouth and your nose telling you he's going to kill you? When did he stop beating him? Because because according to what he's saying, all of his testimony, he was just beating him like a a mixed martial artist, right? Doesn't that make sense? Exactly. And to add on, I want to put up... The mixed martial artist, I mean, that was even, he had his his teacher to come in and, and testify that he learned nothing of six months training in MMA. And, and, of course, I mean, after three months, if you ain't learned nothing, then you need to stop the class. So, you know, that was a lie, basically, too, but his his teacher lied for him, you know. But this, this, this 204-pound guy who's been taking six months or longer of MMA training, okay, and, and, and then there's the good guy going to say that Trayvon was hit, hitting him, uh, as far as MMA style, to me that was nothing but they got their lives together. Right. And and right. to add on, I want to say about the uh, size differences of the two, you have George Zimmerman, who in my opinion was way bigger as far as Trayvon Martin because from what I was getting, Trayvon was like a more slim type of guy, right? Right, exactly. right. Exactly, very thin, very thin. Yeah, and then yeah, this he guy was. Who's, who's kind of hefty, like who's had six or more months of MMA training, and and even if the kid was beating him, which I don't believe, but even if he was, he should have been able to get that kid off of him, just without pulling a gun. If he has been having mixed martial arts training, even if well, he hadn't learned nothing but nothing but that one thing, which they teach you first in the classes, almost. Okay, well, he should I, have been able to get that kid off of him. Well, well, let me ask you this. Uh, just kind of changing gears a little bit. We all can agree that there were lots of elements in this in this case that just didn't add up. And the jury looked at all of this, and they decided he was totally, 100%, not guilty. I mean, no hung jury, not guilty. And honestly, I think they just sat in there and ate pizza and laughed and talked for 17 hours because they knew they were going to do not guilty. They didn't want to come right back out. Had they done not guilty, and I honestly believe they did not guilty in two hours, and just the rest of the time fooled around with these, I got a question, and we're thinking about it, trying to make us think that they're really, that's just my personal opinion. I know that's not anything, but but that's just the way I feel. I felt like they just took the time just to say, let's let's just, we don't want to come, if we come back out in two hours with a guilty or not guilty verdict, they're going to riot, right? That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But now, now that this is done, and I was talking to 916 about this earlier, 205. Now that this is done, don't you think that there's something we need to do to prevent this from being a reality show? Because in a couple of days, CNN is going to stop carrying the Trayvon Martin story. And yes. it's going to start distancing, distancing, distancing itself from the news. And I submit to you that in about a month, month and a half, the words Trayvon Martin are going to be well behind us, and we're going to start going on with our lives. What could, what do you think we could do to 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 keep the fire going 
other than rioting, I mean, I don't think you would do that. What could you suggest, 205, that, that we should do, or how do you think we should react at this point? Well, at this point, you know, of course, the judicial system is going to be their cells. You see, they ran up their verdict. They said George Zimmer is not guilty. So mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing we can do now because they can't try him twice because they would be considered double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. So as far as moving on, I think we should just educate everybody, you know, let them become aware peacefully, mm-hmm. you know. Because cause after the verdict was rendered, you know, I didn't got on Facebook. I didn't mm-hmm. see all these posts about Zimmerman going to get killed. I hope Zimmerman gets shot. First of all, I don't, you know, I don't condone violence. I really don't. I just would love for, you know, peaceful solutions to get out about that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let everybody uh, become aware of what's going on. And all of, I feel that if everybody gets together, you know, it can be a way to change this. Because I, I look at another case, too. Do y'all remember the case as far as Michael Vick and them dogs? Mm-hmm. I hate to say right. this, but they put in a dog's life ahead of a black man's life. I hate to say that, but it's just how it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah, I feel that. Michael Vick got five years for killing the dog. But, but basically, I just, I just would love to see a peaceful, something peaceful come out of this. I don't want to see this boy die in vain like that. You see what I'm saying? Right. I right. would like for peace to come out of this, you know, let people become aware of how the judicial system, how the criminal justice system is treating us. But I'm still and amazed. Just, and, for me as, and it's just coming from me as a bad man in America, you see? Right. But I'm just wondering, and I'm still wondering, I, I grew up in the 60s. I'm a 60s baby. I grew up in Selma, Alabama, where as a young boy, I remember the Klan riding on horses in the streets at night, and we would be scared to death because we didn't know what they were going to do, and basically it was intimidation. But I'm just kind of wondering how in the world, why do we still have this split mentality? Why is it that when when it's it's and, and you know I said it a hundred times I said it last night I said it that it is really not about race but at the same time it is because mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as a 17 year old child is dead but then again if you think about it look at the racial divide of how people are I mean people are down the middle I'm, I'm gonna read this right quick I got a, a, a something on Facebook here from a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine on Facebook. She's white. She sent me a message about 30 seconds ago. She says, I know you were upset at the outcome. That's how she starts it off. She's talking to me. I guess she's listening to the show. She says, I know you were upset at the outcome. I live in Florida, and the Casey Anthony and Zimmerman trial upsets me. I am white, and I cannot say my feelings because I will be put down. I live in an upscale neighborhood with four black families around me. I would never shoot anyone because they wore a hoodie. Prayers to both families and God bless. Now, here's a white person writing me, a different amount, a white person saying, I can't say anything about with my feelings. I can't express them on Facebook, I think she's saying, because she will be put down. And that's sad. That's a sad place to be in America. 
I don't want to do the same thing they're doing to us, but it's amazing to me. And, and I don't. I, I just want to say this. I just want to get this out in the open. I am not mad at white people, I, and I don't think none of you are. I think we are really kind of frustrated at the the, the way the justice system seems to fall back on us sometimes. I, I don't want this to sound like I'm here talking about white people. That that is not how I feel. And would you two agree with that? This isn't about hating white people, I would, right? I, I would agree no, too, but you know, uh, Go ahead. Go, go ahead, 916. Okay, it's not about hating white people. It's about hating oppressors. Okay, and and there is a difference. Okay, when we were going through the civil rights, and I'm a child of the '60s from Selma, uh, also, uh, mm-hmm. and we were going through that. There were some white people, honey, that helped us during that time as well. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, there was millions of uh, white folks that came from the north down south and marched with black people. Okay, mm-hmm. during the civil rights movement and stuff. So no, it's not just about white people. It's hateful white people. Okay, and now there's some hateful <laughs> white people too. Okay, and, and, and what? And I'll go back to what I said. It's about uh, the dominant oppressors, and there's 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 a difference. And then you do have those right wingers that 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 actually do a lot uh, to to continue. Uh, to suppress our rights and, and to try to keep us in our place, so to speak. We still have that quite a bit. And this is one example. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I agree with you 100%. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to mute you, but I'm going to come back to both of you. I'm going to get somebody else on, and uh, don't don't hang up. Uh, there's another 205. You're on the Soul of America radio. How you doing tonight? What's up, my man? Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm just I'm blessed and highly favored in the middle of the storm, brother. Well, speak speak up just a little bit. I can barely hear you, but you are on the air. Uh, what did you have to think about? What's your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, my personal thoughts are, and I ain't gonna sugarcoat this. Mm-hmm. I've been listening and watching and observing. I'm a I'm a I'm a '60s baby too. Okay. From a little okay. town down in Monroeville, Alabama. Okay. Where, where white supremacy reigns and and still trying to just do any and everything. And I'm gonna say this right here, and then you can mute me. You can mute me back off. Okay. We as a, until we as a people stand up and be strong and linked and armed together, mm-hmm. white America is going to continue. To kill our kids, go to, to, to deprive us of promotions, to do everything they can to keep their foot on our neck because we stand so alone. Mm-hmm. We, we stand as individuals, and there's no strength in that. White folks know that. We, we, we was a slave then, and we still slaves in our mind. They put the shackles on our mind like Willie Lynch taught them. They've mm-hmm. done a good job. And until we as a as a as a race of people come together in in true unity and learn how to I, I saw somebody put a post on the page the other day about the number of Ku Klux Klan murders compared to the number of black on black crime. Mm-hmm. Them white folks know those those stats as well, so they can kill and they can do anything they want to do because we until we get unity amongst ourselves. 
they can just pick us off one at a time. Well, let me ask you this uh, before you go. I, I mentioned this a minute ago. I, I, I'm a firm believer that the media has a large influence on on uh, on on us as a whole, on the masses. And and anybody that knows my Facebook page will know I put up sometimes that um, a, a quote by Malcolm X that says that they control the masses. They can make an innocent person guilty and a guilty person innocent. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I've seen in the past with, with, with uh, Troy Hughes and a couple of other high-profile cases how we can all of a sudden, uh, we follow these things like a reality show. And then at the conclusion of them, CNN decides to move on to another story. We sort of we don't we don't we fail to lock arms like you're saying. We fail to keep our minds where they should be, and we start drifting away from it. Is, are, do you see that too? Do, you, do have you noticed that that we sit, we tend to drift away when the media does? Yeah, I, I see that. But I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this about the media, and I've always had this thing about the media. The media is what the media does. The media ain't pulling its triggers. The, the media is not the one that's throwing ropes over tree limbs, hanging us. You know, right. it ain't the media. So we got the. We, I'm telling you, you we we we're, we're fooled. At, what is it? Blinded by science. Right. We get caught up in the smoking mirror. They create right. and make the mirror, and we sit there and look at it and see what what they want us to see instead of us seeing what it is. Right. It's time to deal with the realness, man. It, you know, you can we can dance around it all day long, but I, but I heard one thing you said. Mm-hmm. I would hate to be the, the, the to feel the feeling of, of Trayvon's father right now. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'd hate to be that that father, man. Because but, but how do you protect? How do I prevent my somebody from shooting my child up down in the street? Right. You know. And if it happens, what do I do? How do I handle that? Everybody handles things differently. But until, right. I mean, to make it stop, we got to show a true unity. A black president wasn't our idea. If no white folks voted that man in than us. Right. We didn't vote him in, not for real. You know, right. No white folks made a decision behind the closed doors that we're going to, we're going to throw the, throw the black man a bone, and we're going to use him how we want to use him, which is exactly what all they're doing. So until right. we come together as one, one sound, one band for real, huh? right. we're going to continue, man. I'm telling you, you, you can see the handwriting on the wall. So you either put up or shit, what is it, shit, get out the pot. Right. They <laughs> <laughs> right. don't need to dance around with it. It's real. Get, keep it real. Right, right, right. I, 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 you know, we got all these little, these little fancy slangs and sayings. You know, turn up, turn up. Hey, that mm-hmm. don't mean nothing, man. If it's just lip Mhm. Well, I appreciate your call. I, I appreciate you uh, coming on and and being a part of it. And you ma- you make a very relevant point when you say we need to lock arms, we need to get together, and we need to move forward. I certainly agree with you, one hundred and fifty percent. I have preached that. I don't know how long, and um, I would love to see it come into fruition. 404, you're on the Soul of America Radio. How are you doing tonight? Yes, I'm fine. I, I'm what? also a 60 baby. I grew up in Selma, Alabama, too. I actually live right across the street from the Brown Chapel um, Church and the housing project there. I live okay. in Atlanta now. Okay. Uh, and I'm friends with you on Facebook. I follow you on Facebook, too. 
Mm-hmm. The thing that, that bothers me the most, and, and, and there's nothing that we can say they should have did or they should have did that. When they selected that jury, they selected six ladies. Five right. of them were white. I don't know what the other one was. Hispanic. I think five of them had, yeah, five of them had kids and everything. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the Zimmerman lawyer knew exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Zimmerman's father is a judge, uh, a retired judge or whatever. They knew everything to do, everything to say. I don't think the prosecutors, I don't think they did a good job. I really don't. But the thing that I can't understand is how can they say it was self-defense when this young man was walking from the store in the rain and Zimmerman got out of his car with his gun after the 911 operator told him not to pursue this young man. Mm. But now here's the thing that really is funny. It's not funny, but it's sad. Mm. He wouldn't listen to the 911 operator, but when he got out of the car and did what he did and everything, here's the thing. When they were asked what he's going to speak on his defense, he said, no, my lawyer said, no. Then he decided, I'll do what somebody right. tell me to do. You know, here's another young black man, like, mm-hmm. just gone. You know, I understand if there's something that we can do, um, something that you can think of that we can do, I'm on board for that. You know, it's just sad. It's just a sad, sad day for all the parents, for all the parents and everything. I have a son. You know, my son is grown mm-hmm. now. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think about every time my son leaves the house, I may not see him again because you got crazy people out in the street taking the law into their own hands. You know, right. we can right. sit here and talk and talk and talk and talk. It's not going to bring Trayvon back. It's what we do for the next victim that he won't be another young man gunned down in the street because of his skin color. And I, right. I truly believe that's why it's, it's like this. The the, the, the the lawyer himself said, if it had have been the other way around, we would not even be here. Right. My son even said that. He's a, he's a mama. If that had have been the, the young black boy killed that, that guy, he said they would have made him cop a plea. They would have oh, yeah. went to court. Yeah. You know, yeah, he'd have been arrested. Yeah. Black. Yeah, yeah, this is a young black man. Took him six weeks before they arrested him for the crime. Oh, it had you to know. be a lot of a lot of hair raising uh, to get him arrested. Exactly, exactly. But the same hair raising they did to make them arrest, arrest him is the same hair raising we have to do in order to make them understand we are not going to continue to let you murder our kids and get away with it. You know, we have came a long way, but we still got a long way to go. I you know, agree. It, it, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we uh, have a black president, but we have not arrived. And and I'm trying to tell people, yeah, yeah, you know, when they struck down the Voting Rights Act, you're from Selma, when they struck down the Voting Rights Act of, of 1965, right. took Section 4, that was the start. This is another icing on the cake. We have got to somehow stop being spectators. And get in the game. And and what I'm afraid of is that after this reality show ends that CNN has put on for the last uh, couple of 20 or so days, that we're going to just fold up our lives and go on back to the way things were. And like the caller said before uh, um, in 205, we really need to find some way to lock arms 
and move forward. And you know, last night somebody uh, we were talking about a, a person that was uh, that was white saying that the blacks need a leader. And I think nine one six and several and five hundred three, which I'm gonna bring on in a minute, was kind of upset at that. But now that I'm looking at it, you know, we, we we need some kind of organization, and every organization has to have some kind of leadership. What do you do? do, do what would you suggest we can do? And I'm not talking about the question of um, where do we go from here. My question would be how how can we wake up each other to where in a couple of months or a month, thirty days from now? Because I said on my page. We won't even Trayvon Martin is going to be a past thing for us in 30 days if we keep doing what we've been doing. What do you think? Do you see that as something? Do you know of any? What do you, what would you suggest uh, uh, that we could do, ground roots level, to help that from happening? Tony, I I I've been going over this and over this in my head, and I just haven't came up with something that I can just put out there right now, but. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to get on board. It's just something that's going to be done right and in order, you know. Right. We need to bring attention to the country, to the right. country. We got, like you said, we got a black president in office. He even said something at the time that Trayvon was murdered, and that's what I call it, murder. This is not right. self-defense. This is just outright murder. He killed right. this young black man. You approach me in the dark. You know, God forbid, I'm going to fight too. I don't know who you are coming up on me. Right. You know? But, you know, you approach this man, and I believe what you say. He got out the car with his gun already out. I just believe that. I, I just I, don't believe this was a self defense struggle for his life. I, I said know? the same but thing. I, I think 916 said the same thing. Right. And, and, and Tony, I, I, I just haven't came up with something. I know we as a country. And I'm not talking about just the black race. I'm talking about people generally. We got to come together and come with something, organize something that where we can like, hey, we're not going to let this happen anymore. This is not going to continue to happen. We have fought too long and too hard to get where we are to go backwards. Right. You know. Right. You know, I, I, I keep up with you on Facebook, and I will, you know, send you something if I think of something. You know, okay. But yeah, do I, that. I and, right now. I'm just being honest with you right now. Right. And I want right. to do something, but I don't know what to do. Right. Right. Well, the main thing I would ask you to do is we need to we need to somehow keep each other, keep our own. You know, the only thing we we you know before Facebook, we had our mouths, we had word to mouth, and you know, in the civil rights. You know, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have uh, text messaging, but somehow we were able to get the word around, and we were able to pull it together. I think that the social media, and I'm not, I'm not making excuses. Lord knows I'm not, but it has somehow made us a little more relaxed. We don't have to get out and do anything. We can just get on Facebook and vent our anger and go on about our business. Get on there and type speechless. And I've seen that tonight. And I'm not, I'm not saying people are wrong for doing that. But when you type speechless and then you go on about your business in a month and that, it's just not helping. It's not helping. And, and, and I'm, I'm like you. If we can find some way around this and figure out that Facebook is not the same thing as venting, as, as doing something. And and I've had shows Social about this. Social media don't mean anything when it comes to something like this. That, like you said, you, we get on there and dance and say this and say that. But until we take a stand on, look, we're not going to allow you to continue to murder our kids. 
and just walk away with it like it's nothing. You did this back in the day. You think right. a black person, it was no big deal. You didn't even go to jail. They still doing it. They That's still right. doing the same thing they did in the 40s and the 50s. They're still doing the same thing. They're murdering blacks and they're getting away with it. They're walking away. And to be honest with you, the law is on their side. Go on, I'm sorry. I said, in, I said in other words, in the 60s when they killed people, the law was on their side. Now they got the legal system. They got the legal system on their side. They got they sit there. One of the, the one of the ladies that they interviewed or one of the jurors was a neighbor, a gentleman, claiming that somebody tried to break in on her one night and he came to her rescue. How is that? Wow. I, I mean, what, what what kind of laws Florida got? Florida is really wow. messed up. Wow. Wow. Well, I tell you what, I, I, I appreciate you for calling and voicing your opinion. I, I only did this show tonight. I had no show planned, but I decided to do a show because I had to get the – I just wanted to let people know we have got to get beyond using Facebook as a way to vent our frustrations and then moving on from there. And a month later, it's gone. Thank, I thank you for calling. Hold on and, and, and don't hang up. I'm going to mute you, but I'm, okay. I'm not ending you, okay? I, I may come back okay. to you, so, you. so don't okay. don't hang up. Thank you so much, okay? All right, I'm going to get to, I got another set of calls coming up. I got to get to a quick break. I got something I got to pick up. I've got a 503 holding. I've got another uh, 334. I've got another uh, 205. I've got some other calls. That are, that are holding. After this very short break, I'm going to come back and we're going to get to these get to these other calls, and then I'm going to let you know something that really, really, really needs to be said. I'm going to be right back. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Stallings. You're listening to the Tony Stallings Show. Don't go anywhere. We got plenty more talk radio coming up for you, right here on the Soul of America Radio. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Stalling. 
via the internet at www.soulofamericaradio.com or you can listen via phone at 323-784-9638 and remember to press 1 if you want to speak on the air. Give us a call, 323-784-9638, and press 1 if you want to get in on the conversation. Join us in the chat room, soulofamericanradio.com. We're back. And we're back on this somber night, bittersweet, um, Again, I want to remind you that uh, for those of you that have not heard, uh, the verdict has come back on the the uh, Zimmerman trial regarding the shooting of Trayvon Martin, and he was found not guilty. He, he was not. It was not a mistrial. It was nothing manslaughter. He was totally 100% found not guilty. And we've been discussing that tonight. We've had a range of emotions, uh, uh, I, and I, I'm going to go back to something. Uh, one of my good friends on Facebook wrote me something uh, that kind of touched me, and um, I-, I wanted to read it to you because I have a, a – I'm going to get to uh, 503 in just a minute. I have a, some other calls holding, but I want to just get this out first, okay? It's, it, she wrote me something that said, I know you're upset by the outcome. I live in Florida, and the Casey Anthony and Zimmerman trial upset me. I am white. I cannot say my feelings because I will be put down. I live up in upscale neighborhood. There are families around me. I would never shoot anyone that wore a hoodie. Prayers for the families and God bless. She later uh, uh, wrote me back and said she wouldn't mind me sharing this, but don't use her name because in Florida she may get killed. Now, uh, she's a a lovely young lady, good friend of mine on Facebook. I just want to say this to you out there listening to me. Don't take this out. Don't walk around thinking white people are bad. Okay, I'll admit there are some bad racist white people. There are some bad racist black people. But don't, please, I admonish you, don't take this out on just white people. Don't go on a white people rant. That bothers me that this good friend of mine thinks she would get killed if her name is mentioned. And I would never do that, but that bothers me. Okay, to me... It's a black-white issue to some extent, I agree, but we should never say that we're going to harm anybody over this decision. So please, 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 don't start treating white people differently. The the, the justice system, as I was talking to uh, uh, just a minute ago to 404 uh, and then 916, the justice system, seems to be pulling us back. How, I don't know. We, we, the, the, the only black person on the Supreme Court voted again, vote, helped to vote down the Civil Rights Act of, eight, of 1965. Realize that when, when slavery came into effect, it was a system. Slavery was a system. I don't ever think we're going back to slavery. I don't, I, as a matter of fact, I know we're not going back to slavery. Okay. But we are going backwards. 
but we will continue to fall back with even faster if we start producing hate the same way that hate is being produced against us. Am I saying go out there and hug and kiss white people? No, tonight, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't form hate in your heart. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King told us, I think, the best example of how to deal with hate. You show love. I'm not saying you don't get your pen and your pencils and like uh, my caller uh, from 205 said, lock arms. We got to do that. We cannot let this get by us. 404 said, we can't let them keep killing our children. You know, and and I'm going to say this and I'm going to go back to the phones. I've had somebody that texted me a minute ago, that sent me another inbox a minute ago, said, well, Tony, why aren't you doing these shows when a black male kills another black male? <laughs> and I'm I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because basically to keep from from tearing up. <sighs> um, I've got a lot I can say on that. I agree. I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree 100. percent I I think black on black crime is one of the saddest things that has happened to our country. At the same time, I think that the letdown of the judicial system slapping us back in the face by taking a a section of the Voting Rights Act, letting this man walk free tonight that killed one of our young black youth um, is just as sad. Right now, uh, I I am just as against black-on-black crime as I am any other crime. We do that to ourselves, and it hurts me. And I, I don't know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, but when when I feel there's an element of hate involved and he's racially profiled, I, I, one death is not any better than another one, but it stabs me in the heart, man. It stabs me in the heart. So I understand what you're saying. I'm not going to get on here and bash you because uh, apparently the rest of the stuff you wrote, you thought I was going to get on on the air and bash you. No, I'm not going to bash you. But that's not our focus tonight, okay? We're not discussing black-on-black crime. That will be another show. Tonight we're discussing the justice system letting us down. And with that, I'm going to bring uh, 503 if my system is not messing up too bad. 503, can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? Uh, Just a second. Let Let me say. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great, great. Welcome to the Soul of America Radio. Hi. Um, hey, so what's your comment? What do you think about all of this? Well, Tony, it was not a verdict I didn't expect. I was prepared for it. I knew it would be not guilty. I knew it would be not guilty from the onset of when and how the murder occurred and there was no initial arrest made. I feel that the biggest problem facing this country is the fact that this country has never been forced to face itself. America was not founded on Christian values. That's a lie. The moment the first slave ship arrived here, where we were packed like sardines, chattel property, reduced to chattel property, the value diminished. We don't value each other. I like the question, the text that you got from the young man about why we aren't so outraged about black-on-black crime. You have to understand something. 
not only did what George Zimmerman do was accepted and acceptable, it's the fact that the very law enforcement officers in this country do it every day, and they're not held accountable. Now, if the people who you are high, who you who you hired to enforce the law, if they murder, and it's always justifiable homicide, in every state in this country, in every every major city, here in Portland, Oregon, they shot a young woman, Kendra James, a few years ago, unarmed, 22 mm-hmm. years old, a black woman, no gun, justifiable homicide. We what? had a young man shot in a car. I mean. This is not something that should be a surprise to anyone. We right. are not valued as a society. And as far as this attitude of needing a leader, we have leaders. We're all leaders. Mm-hmm. I think we need to basically mm-hmm. use social media, but we need to not forget the old ways. I remember back in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s in New York City, the NAACP, every time there was a lynching in the South, would hang that banner out the window. A black man was lynched in such and such state or county. Day. What we need to do is we need to start hanging banners out, and we need to warn our children, value yourself. Be careful. Today, you could be murdered. We need to each do something rather than sit around here discussing this and going over it. I don't watch CNN. In fact, I don't even have a TV. Mm-hmm. very reason is because the media is owned by the puppeteers. They spoon-fed right. people. They spoon-feed people all this pablum, and we basically accept it. Right. I'm not outraged at the verdict. I expected the verdict, so I'm not outraged. It but, just shows me the fact. Go ahead. Now, let me ask you a quick question on that then. I, I just got to know. I, you know, I, we, we, when Facebook came into play, life, things seemed to change, even with our youth. And I noticed the last couple of days I've been getting text messages, hey, you need to black out your profile pic supporting Trayvon, to black out your profile pic. I noticed after the verdict, I saw speechless, outraged, um, speechless, 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 and it it is it is, and I guess the point I was making a minute ago is it, it seems as though it, the social media, included in that media I, I talked about, is leading us to where we feel like our part in society is to just put up just put up a black profile pic uh, to to show homage to to Trayvon Martin, and then when if he's found guilty, let's just type speechless in there and talk about how outraged we are and move on with our lives. And like I've been suggesting with 916-205-404, we have to find some way we can get beyond what we've been doing. And I told you last night, in in about 30 days, Trayvon Martin will be in the back of us, in the back of our minds. I'm trying to, I'm asking every guest that comes on, what do you think we can do to get beyond that frame of mind where we are just sitting back on Facebook, blacking our profile pics out, typing in speechless, uh, as we've done, how can we get beyond that and get into real action? First, we need to stop being so complacent and accepting of what's been going on ever since I can remember. I was born in 1954, okay? Mm-hmm. I remember the uh, Voting Rights Act of 65. 
I remember the riots in the 60s. I remember the day Malcolm was shot. King was shot. The Kennedys were shot. Violence is just as much a part of the nature of the ruling class of this country as it always has been. Those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. People need to shut down social media sometimes and read. You need to understand who and what you are dealing with. These people do not respond to comments being made on Twitter or or, or Facebook. I protested. At 14, I was arrested for protesting the Vietnam War at Reed College here in Portland, Oregon. The problem with people today is they're just too content to sit around and let somebody else do all the work. Well, that's not going to work. Our children are dying, and they're dying every day. We're killing them, black-on-black crime, and white folks are killing them. In New York right now, they can stop any young black man they want, a stop-and-frisk law, and do whatever they want. They've garnered maybe 2 to 3% of weapons and maybe a little weed, and that's it. But they have been constantly taking away the basic civil rights of African Americans since 1980. Do your history. Read. Go. Google it. Start going right. back looking at this. We right. are not considered as valuable. We're only 13% of the population. 13% right. of 370 million people. Huh? That's probably what? Uh, maybe 40 million, 42 million at best. But yet, right. there are more of us incarcerated than any other race in this country. I mean, it's like we're the all-purpose excuse for everything. Well, let me ask you this. George Zimmerman, George me, Zimmerman is a ahead, murderer. Right. We know that, and he knows that, okay? Right. He murdered a child. He got out of his car, and he killed someone. Mm. And the problem is a lot of white people in this country, I, I go by this uh, system of 25, 25, 50. This is how it works. This is my belief. And across the board, this has seemed to be, and I've been going by this for like 30 years, 25, 25, 50. I'd say 50% of all the people across the board get it. They're critical thinkers. They understand. They see between the lines. They're not, they're not seduced by the media. They think. Mm-hmm. They ask questions. They care. Mm-hmm. They're concerned. You don't have to worry about them. They got your back. Mm. Then there's a 25% that are totally rotten. They don't know right from wrong. That has been skewed. They turned that still small voice off inside of them a long time ago. Ain't nothing you're going to do about them people, but pray for them. Then there's that other 25% who swing either way, depending on who gets to them first and makes most sense. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the 25 we work on. Once you get most of that 25 in with the 50, we can move this stuff out of the way. I'm tired of this. I'm too old for this. Right. And first of all, racism, the term in and of itself, is an oxymoron. There's no right. such thing as racism. We're all one race, human, right. That's true. and made in the true. image of God. We need to That's stop true. using that term racism. Because that's, that's an oxymoron. That is a way to distract us. There's no such thing as racism. We're all right. different hues, ethnicities, right. religions, but we are the same race. And once we stop separating us, saying racism, we're doing it ourselves. I don't use the term racism. I right. don't use it. I stop people. Right. 
Because this well, is not racism. This well, is you know hatred. What? I agree with you 100%. And we have, we, we're, we're pressed on time now. And I appreciate well, the call. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing. We're going to pull together and we're going to definitely try to um, move through this. I wanted to go back through and just get a final comment from uh, some of my guests. Uh, I got about a minute per person, if you got a minute. Uh, 916, if you're still there, you got about a minute just to tell me what your final thoughts on this. Uh, thank you so much uh, for coming back to me, Tony. My final thoughts are uh, you've been asking what can we do. And uh, what what we can do is refocus our thoughts and our money. I still go to the planning, the organizing, uh, the mobilizing, uh, and protest. I, I, I am in full agreement of peaceful protest, but we also have to refocus our money. Uh, we, as soon as we got uh, uh, past the civil rights and such and got a few rights handed to us, we wanted uh, the same thing. Okay, we wanted the same thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there's, but uh, there's, uh, we, God is our higher power, is our power. Uh, but, uh, to some folks, money is power. To some, some folks, money is power. And if we're right. continually right. feeding them that thing that is their power, mm-hmm. and they, they are taking that power that we give mm-hmm. them and suppressing mm-hmm. us with it. So we got to refocus our money and where we place it. Wow, that, now that's powerful, refocusing the money and where we <laughs> That's part of what we did in the 60s. Thank you so much, 916. You've always been a blessing. And I wanted to go back to 404 right quick and get another minute from 404. Do you have anything else you can add? Just tell us what your final thoughts are on this, 404. Um, the last two callers, uh, I agree with them 100%. The, 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 the first caller before this caller just called in, I love mm-hmm. everything she and I can relate to what she's saying because I'm basically the same age. I was born in 1954 too. Mm-hmm. Tony, gotta like she said, we gotta start reading. We gotta find out what our rights are. We gotta enforce them. We gotta make them see that we're not gonna just keep taking this over and over and over again. I've enjoyed the program. I really enjoyed. This is my first time tuning in with you guys, but I really loved it. Well, I appreciate you calling, and I appreciate the uh, agreement that something needs to be done during the show. And thank you for calling. Uh, during the show, my, my, my announcer, which is Chris, my son, brought me something that I wanted to read to everybody. Uh, he said, "He said, Dad, uh, I, I want to. I, I would love for us to to focus on Matthew twenty six fifty two. And I said, "What is Matthew twenty six fifty two, son?" He said, "Those who draw the sword." Die by the sword And What not a better way to wrap this up Those who draw the sword Die by the sword And I think that's in the end We need to get back to the word of God We need to And I'm sorry if I'm offending Some people that are listening But that's the way I feel uh, that's my belief system. We need to get back into our into, into connection with our spiritual aspect of this. Um, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King was a proud promoting Christian. 
I think we need to get back to our value systems, get back to our family units, and decide how can we move forward in this situation. We can't just let the CNN and the other media's Facebook dictate what goes on in our life. Please, don't just go back to posting speechless on Facebook. We've got to move forward in a way that makes a difference. And we've heard some good callers tonight. I apologize. I have one minute left. I am flat out of time. I want to thank all of you that listen in tonight. My heart is hurting tonight. I want you to say, to know that. My heart is hurting. I feel sorry for the family. Um, my heart goes out, first of all, to the family of Trayvon Martin. Uh, on one side of the, the, the pole, they're dancing, they're partying, they're eating, they're barbecuing. And on the other side, there's mourning, there's despair, and there's hurt. But like, like Chris brought to my attention, those who draw the sword will die by that same sword. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. And just because it looks like you're losing doesn't mean that you really are. Have a good night.